general nerdery. Hi, we're here to talk about trailers because we still haven't bothered to come up with an intro for this. Hitting the old dusty trailers. Okay, if I'm not allowed to do trailer park, hitting the old dusty trailers is not better. I was trying something. <laughs> You're right, it's not better. Has anybody done the trailer park boys? Uh, I don't want to get sued. <laughs> oh, someone's done that already? Uh, Anyways, anyway. General Nerdery, trailer time. Um, that actually sounds worse. I Every, like trailer Everything time, about this is making it worse. I'm Tyler. <laughs> I'm Zach. <laughs> And Steve. Steven's here. I'm Steven's here. here. I'm Steven. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do we have today? Let's. Do we want to do Craven first or last? Let's save Craven. Okay. Uh, let's go. We're saving the Craven. <laughs> oh my god. I feel like Craven will have the most to speak on. Let's go reverse order then. Uh, okay. Uh, Justice League War World, which actually that trailer dropped like two weeks ago, but but we hadn't watched it. Yeah. And I've been curious about it. I just. It popped up, and I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't I watched that yet. I don't pay super close attention to the DC animated movies because I didn't care about the New 52 ones they were doing. Mm. Same. I fell off with the New 52 ones because they were all very, very just straight, straight out of the fucking New 52 books. Like, they were... And not the New 52 books I cared about. and Which is fine. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with them doing that. Actually, I do, and that I, I didn't give a shit about it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. They were just bad. <laughs> I wouldn't say they were bad. They just li- literally were, like, uninspired to me. I saw some fucking meme that was, like, you know, the, like, uh, uh, guy celebrating <laughs> getting a, uh, a medal and, like, spraying the champagne oh, in yeah. his face, and then it turns out he's on the, like, bottom rung. And that was uh, Enter the Spider or Across the Spider Verse, and then it had all of the DC New Fifty Two movies ahead of it, and I was like, "What fucking crack are you smoking, random person who made this?" This seems like a shit post just to infuriate <laughs> some people. DC fanboys are fucking wild, and I say that as someone who really loves DC stuff. But like, if you're fuck Marvel, I'm a DC guy, or honestly, a fuck Mar- uh, DC, I'm a Marvel guy. It gets weird and tense. Anybody whose, like, whole identity is fuck this thing, I'm this thing instead is not my cup of tea. Snyder Bros. Also, I just, I hate how many people lump in the Sony stuff with the Marvel stuff. Because DC has been whooping MCU's ass as far as animation goes. Oh, yeah. Because oh, the Marvel yeah. animations are even worse. Oh, Marvel animations just doesn't exist. Like, yeah. You get random crazy little good snippets once in a fucking blue moon. I will say, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, the cartoon, was very good. And Spider-Man's f- the only one that they've done well. Uh, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which came out, I mean, that's like 10, 15 years ago now, so fuck I, it. But yeah, like, it's been a minute. Uh, that one was actually a lot of fun because it leaned into early Avengers stories. Um, and I'll agree, I fell off the DC animation too because they did get a little bit bland and boring for a bit, but some of those earlier ones were fantastic. Oh, we I were lo- just talking about the Red Hood, under yeah. Red Hood, and how fucking great that is. Their adaptation of All-Star Superman is amazing. Um, uh, I really liked Gods and Monsters. Did you guys see that one? I haven't, but you've been trying to get me to watch I did, it. And that one was really good. It was like a lot that. better than I thought it was going to be. I was just yeah. kind of like, well, I have some extra time and access to it, and then I was like, Oh, oh! Hello. I actually think we should do an episode of it just so I finally get around to sitting down and watching. Like once we done our anime run, mm-hmm. uh, 
But anyways, and I should also say, when we're making fun of them doing New 52 stuff, I actually will support a lot of the comics that came out during the New 52 era, but it is the weird books that were amazing, like the the big like Justice League stuff, just lost me almost immediately. Yeah, all their temple mm-hmm. stuff was very just like too in its own head about like having to stay within its own, trying to be like true to its past successors while being something new, but also just like it got like it bogged down too quickly for me. The and Batman run was solid, although I fell off of it. But they were also it, doing yeah. like fucking 12 goddamn Batman runs. I mean the Scott movie. Snyder. Yeah. Like main Batman. But yeah, if if they were going to give me fucking Frankenstein Agent of Shade as an animated DC, oof, I'd be super into it. Yeah. But we have gotten way off topic. Uh, uh, this looks fine. Yeah, yeah World no, World. I'm, I'm, this is giving, I have no idea what it is about. It's honestly giving me some vibes that I've been missing from some of their animated stuff. And, like, it feels fucking weird and new. And, like, I don't know any of this. It's, I mean, it's they're bringing in Warlord, who mm-hmm. is a U.S. pilot that crashes his plane and ends up on inside the Hollow Earth world of Skatarsists. Which is basically hollow or theory, but inside there's a fantasy world of Skartarsis. Cool. That Skartarsis. It's great. Wild. It's it's fun. It's 80s fantasy schlock, but like I say that in the best possible way. We see Jonah Hex, who I always dig. You um, see a Wild West era version of uh, Wonder Woman. Kind of Viking Batman. We see mm-hmm. old school Clark Kent. Shooting white Martian dogs. It, that I, part I, was weird, but I was like I was interested. IMDb. He's he's billed as Agent Kent. I think he might be like some sort of like fifties era like G Man. Well, they did seem to have some yeah. sort of uh, War of the Worlds stuff going down mm-hmm. there. And the only place that breaks War me of the Worlds was the White Martians. That is, I mean, yeah. Uh, the only place that broke me is at the very end, they were like, see what this is based off of. And they showed the recent War World Saga, which is a, it is one of the highest ranked Superman stories of the last like 20 years, possibly since All-Star Superman. It, it is supposed to be just absolutely fantastic, but it is about Superman goes to War World and gets trapped there and has to like re- lead a revolution to overthrow the planet and save all of these slaves. As a gladiator guy. So saying that this is based off that is the biggest goddamn lie. I will say it seems like they're trapped there, but it seems like they're trapped there in some sort of advanced virtual reality or something. Yeah, I don't... Not even a knock? By all means, read that, watch this. I just... It's... No, I get it. I get what you're saying. (laughs) This This is a different story. I am trying to link it. I'm just like, I guess they're trapped. That's my guess, too. Some kind of VR thing. Yeah. That sucks, and, like, I don't like when they, like, like try and trade off of, like, this is a thing that we did that's somewhat related, so buy this, please. That, that, that It's kind of like how Avengers 2 is called Age of Ultron, and the only thing connecting it to the Age of Ultron storyline is, is the Ultron's Ultron. in both of them, and both of them are bad. I, I hated fucking both of those things, and I know this is our podcast about liking things, but no. James Spader as Ultron was the only good thing. I was about to say, Spader as Ultron, fantastic. (laughs) Everything (laughs) else. That's when I was done with Joss Whedon. I mean, also, he is a bad person, but, like, up till then, at least I tended to like what he made. Mm -hmm. Uh, What did we have before that? We had Babylon 5. You've never seen it. 
You've never, never seen, seen any Babylon 5. I've, I've seen maybe an episode of Babylon Have 5. Have you ever seen any That's Babylon? a more episode than me. Okay. I've seen none of it. So I'm the only one who has seen Babylon 5, and I watched it in 2008. And I didn't finish it. I, I mean, I watched like four seasons just in a fast pace, like in the space of a month. So it was, you know, not a great period of my life. That usually means a depressive episode was happening. But... So from what I'm gathering is like, dude from Babylon 5 leaves the station, goes and attends a ceremony. They use the wrong kind of radiation, and now it's Quantum Leap? Yeah, that that's uh, exactly what I would guess. So that guy is the main character of Babylon 5 from season 2 onwards. Okay. Because they had created a character in Babylon 5 for season 1 that they were like, we have nowhere to go with this dude. There's, okay. And he was fine, but he was just... There was no growth potential. He was already kind of, like, fully fleshed out as a character. And they were like, well, we need... No, we need more. So they brought this on. Babylon 5 is a weird show because it is trashy science fiction. But it's also... Fun? Like, I enjoy it. It's... One of the character, one of the cast members, is fucking Flounder from Animal House. Okay, <laughs> okay, right. as an alien. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, I don't. It's a weird. There's been rumors for years that Deep Space Nine was straight up stolen because, like, stole the concept of Babylon Five because James Straczynski, who I do like as a writer and created Babylon Five, proposed that show to. I don't remember, these days it'd be Paramount, but Paramount, UPN, fucking mm-hmm. whatever company it was back in the mid-90s. CBS, CBS. They said no. And then, like, a year later, they launched or started making Deep Space Nine. And they're both about alien spaceship, or alien space station with, like, heavy-duty politics between different species. Okay, so this now makes a lot more sense because I was getting a little bit of Battlestar Galactica vibes, which of course was based off of scripts that were too dark to be used for Deep Space 9. Oh, new Battle new Battlestar. Thank you. Th- okay, yes. yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't talk about original Battlestar. Get that <laughs> out of your head. I'm sorry. I just uh Babylon 5 is also considered important because it was one of the first shows to do all CGI for the spaceships. Mm. And it shows. Because by 1999 it was painfully out of date. <laughs> it's like Spawn's cape in the Spawn movie. Right. Where you're like, yeah, and then you watch it as an and you're like Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so what actually holds up from this movie is John Leguizamo. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, what show holds up in this one is the guy who played Chekhov coming in and playing like an evil psychic. Or I, Babylon 5 is fun, but it's trash, which is okay. There's nothing wrong with it. This also paints the trailer a lot better for me because it was like, this is a fucking wildly like quit heavy feeling uh trailer but also neil gaiman was a fan and came in and wrote an episode like i think one of his first tv credits okay there's a real bad line read that i remember that just both both me and tyler just scoffed at and i can't remember what it is was it one of zathras's lines <laughs> yeah i don't fucking know the kind of cat guy going no one listened to zathras or something no like that. no okay. no it, god what was it that was um 
Oh, it was uh, uh, like, have you ever been in a suicide scenario or something? A no oh, situation? Uh, You're in one now or something like that. Y- yes, it was or, that, that line, whatever or it was. Join a revolution. You're in one now. Also, the animation is unbearably boring. Yeah, it looks like they're doing it on the fours. It, it, like, it looks like it's really like low frame rate of, it is, of, of I don't, animation. It's a style of animation that we've seen a couple of times. The closest thing that I can think of with an analog to it of anything like stylistically that reminds me of it, not saying that, that this other one is bad, is Ruby. That's the only thing I can think of that reminds me of this style. That's the mm. the, um, the yeah. rooster teeth thing, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Except that's way more highly choreographed than anything I saw from this. Yes, but I mean like animation-wise. It yeah. looks the most like that. I keep meaning to try Ruby. I've heard great things. I don't so, I haven't watched it. I've seen a little bit of it. Um I do mean to check out more of it, but I God, I can't remember where I stopped. The story is super generic. It strikes me as the most Americanized weeaboo shit I've ever seen, but I don't even necessarily mean that as a bad thing. Yeah. It is the most generic story. Like you can guess where it's going at almost all times. However, uh, it was originally choreographed by this artist by the name of Mani Ohm, who unfortunately passed and hasn't worked on any of it past, I think, season two. Well, if he passed, yes. <laughs> he was. He helped them out with Red versus Blue, didn't he? No, so okay. Mani Ohm got famous in his own right by having a couple videos go viral uh, before viral was a term. The biggest one was probably Haloid, which was the video of Master Chief fighting uh, Samus. Oh, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. And then he also did the Dead Fantasy series where it was like uh, Dead or Alive characters fighting Final Fantasy characters with sort of a vague plot thread that he was kind of working on. I think I'm aware that that one existed. I don't think I ever saw it. The, The thing he's best remembered for is there were some reused animations and tracings and such, um, especially in Haloid being one of his super early stuff, but the choreography was out of this world. Like, you almost could not get better cartoon physic choreography. And see, that's what I've heard about Ruby. It's like, it, it stories there. They have a story. <laughs> <laughs> but what you're in for is the fucking wildly bitching choreography of the fights. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen better, like, cartoon physic choreography. Fair. Okay. But for this, mm-hmm. this did not make me want to watch that movie. No. <laughs> it did make me want to go watch Babylon 5 again, though. Because I actually really enjoyed Babylon. Like, you have to put yourself in the right headspace for it. In You know, similar to watching, like, 80 science fiction. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I'm going to have to put away... Uh, there's a level of suspension of disbelief. But these characters are, like, hamming it up enough that it's pretty fun. And they have some interesting ideas. Great. Awesome. Let's go. And it's aware that it's goofy, so it, like, pokes fun at itself. But I don't give a fuck about this. And I I spent the whole time being like, why are you doing it animated? It's not cheaper. It but looked- <laughs> because they're doing time travel stuff, they're bringing back actors who... One, they're bringing back characters whose actors have died, it looked like. Mm. And two, they're bringing back actors whose characters died. Because one lady left the series and got a new job because they didn't think they were getting a final season. So they killed her off. 
Mm. And then they got the final season. Everyone went, son of a bitch. <laughs> it made me want to go rewatch the uh, Starship Troopers animated movie. Yo, the, that series, I will fucking yeah. fight people over. That it's one was good. awesome. It was better than Starship Troopers. No, but it was good. <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought it was better than Starship Troopers. Does the director have any of uh, Starship? I forget. I'm forgetting his name. Paul Verhoeven. Um, thank you. I was just. I was gonna say Paul Dub. Uh, whoever Paul directed, W. Anderson. Or Paul W. S. Anderson. Whoever did the uh, Resident Evil movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I always, for some reason, get their names mixed up, but not their movies. Um, uh, did he have anything to do with the animated movie? I don't think so. Doesn't matter. It was fun. Sweet. <laughs> Last thing on Babylon Five, Jam Straczynski, the guy who created it. I don't know how seriously he was considered, but he at least had talks about taking over Doctor Who. Oh. Before Russell T. Davies was announced as coming back. Interesting. Because he openly was like, I want this. And he is important enough that they talked to him about it. He would have been, I think he's Canadian, but like he would have been the first non-Brit to run Doctor Who. I mean, Grant Morrison also vaguely tried for it. So like there was a lot of question about who was going to run it. But yeah. One Piece or Nimona? I don't. We'll do One Piece first. One Piece is the one of the big three that I know the absolute least about. Like, this looks fun, but it mostly made me sad that I'm, from all reports, we're probably not getting a, a second Bleach live action, so. Yeah, I don't know anything about Bleach. That'd be the one I'd have the least amount, but um, I've seen, like, the first first arc of the original, of of, of One Piece. In... I I read the One Piece manga, not religiously, but, like, steadily in high school, because that's when they were still releasing, like, Shonen Jump in America, mm-hmm. and it was, like, friggin' Yellow Pages-sized. Oh, uh, yes. Like, it was awesome. I loved that period of time. And it had that and uh, Hakara no Go and the various different whatevers. And it was fine. And then when I started getting back into manga, I picked up the first, they release uh, the, f- like, three-in-one volumes. So the first three volumes of the manga in a single book. Uh-huh. And I read the first one, and I was like, I don't know, it's okay, I might pick up the next volume. And then I looked, and they're like, there's, like, 150 volumes. I'm like, I'm not doing this. We're not. And, like, I've... I had a, I've, I've had friends who've, uh, like, tried to watch through the whole anime, so I've, like, tangentially heard about it. Same, I've hundreds had friends that have hosted. Hundreds of episodes. It's so much. It's so fucking daunting. My problem is that, like, I just don't give a shit. Now, like, I it have, seems cool. I have been showing my wife pretty much all of Star Trek, but at least it's different casts. And different ships yeah. and doing different things over the hundreds of episodes. And you know what? I'm not... I am in no way knocking One Piece. I think it's cool. It didn't work for me. Oh, but, perfectly um, fine cup of tea. Just not mine, I think. I don't feel... I feel like the pirate pirate story, like, narrative uh, that they... Uh, the through arc of it just doesn't do much for me. I thought that the pirate shonen actually... Ha- shonen manga has a lot of potential... But at least in the first few volumes, he couldn't decide if it was, like, goofy cartoony or, like, more, like, Naruto. I don't want to say serious, but, like... More serious? Yeah, like, more, (laughs) like, are we leaning more towards, like, Naruto and Bleach or some of the more cartoony manga? And he couldn't quite make up his mind which direction he was going. It did feel like he was trying to thread the needle between both. And it seems like he's figured it out. 
One Piece is, I've once read, it's, I don't know if it's the biggest franchise in the world, but it's in the, like, top five. I think Star Wars might have it beat, but that's I, I about... Pokemon might have it beat. I mean, they, mm -hmm. One Piece is insanely huge. But yeah, no, I would definitely, based on what I know about, like, its international reach... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would track. Yeah. And I, I think it has multiple theme parks. Like, yep. it's kind of the whole thing. So, I don't know. I don't... I'm not a One Piece guy. I think it's kind of cool that this exists. It looks more interesting than some of the Netflix live-action adaptations. And, like, weirdly interested in all of these. I haven't watched a lot of the, uh, the anime... And, I keep yeah, meaning to watch the Cowboy Bebop one because I heard at even if it wasn't a good Cowboy Bebop adaptation, it had a like definite, it's kind of its own thing. Well, yeah. it had yeah. a definite thematic style, and like if you have, if you're willing to commit to a style, I'm interested in you, even if you're a bad adaptation. I'm willing to commit to John Cho, so that too. I I watched the Full Metal Alchemist one that they did. Oh yeah, that one was fun. One. Yeah, yeah, super fun, super gorgeous. The thing I'm here for, for all of these so far, and with this One Piece one especially, is that they look fucking gorgeous. Like, the the mix of, like, CG and practical effects in it is pretty fucking good. I can't really tell sometimes in that, like, there's, like, this big, expansive-ass shot of, like, the of a pirate island, and it's just like, that's fucking gorgeous. I can't tell if that's practical. I can't tell if I'm that's... I'm not sure where that... Yeah. Like, uh -huh. And, like, it's... It's like a spinning camera shot where you see Luffy sitting on like on his ship, and it's like you were doing a great job of blending these all together. I'm like, this is this is some level of quality that I want to see brought to American movies. Mm -hmm. It looks interesting. I don't know enough about One Piece to say if it looks like a good One Piece adaptation. Same. I do know when I was at my nerdy phone fighting thing yesterday, I had to stop a 17-year-old from trying to fight with a sword in his teeth like fucking Zoro from One Piece. <laughs> with a fucking sword. Because <laughs> Zoro uses the three-sword style, one sword in each hand, and then one in his teeth, which is admittedly kind of baller in the manga the first time you see it, but like... Totally a drawn aesthetic only. I have yeah. fake teeth in my front teeth because I broke them. So I have a teeth thing. I can't see teeth being broken. Yeah. And I was like, absolutely. No, no. No, you're not no, doing absolutely this. absolutely not. No, no, no. Like, no, no. <laughs> He's like, no, it's fine. I'm like, it's not. I would. You can bring me a mouth guard that you've designed into a sword. Then we can maybe talk about it. You're this. like a hundred pound soaking wet kid. I will just pick you up and carry you off this field. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't fuck yes. around like that. Well, yeah, I'm not going to jump out to watch this. I'm not. It is one of the better trailers we've seen out of these today. Yeah. Um, if I have some extra time, I see that it's it's up. I might give it a shot. I'll do yeah. it while crafting, probably. Like, yeah. something like this. This is totally a movie that I know my partner, Kat, has absolutely no interest in watching because she does not... Is this no, a movie or a TV show? I want to say it was a movie. I think it's a movie. Cool. I, okay. I feel like they've been doing movies for these manga adaptations. Yeah. Um, which, I, another thing I'm here for, make more fucking movies, please. You and I are 100% opposite on that one. I'm increasingly like... Yes and no, depending on If the it's going to look that good, if, they, if the quality has to go down to make it a show... I, I guess it's want a it pacing looking like thing this. for me. Yes. So, like, it depends on it. There's certain things where it's like... There's been movies where it's like, man, this should have been a show. You should have turned this into a 12-episode miniseries. The Hobbit. Um, uh, 
versus some other shows that was like, you did not need fucking 12 episodes. <laughs> I hope you don't get a second season because you, you don't got any d- gas in the tape left. <laughs> you did not earn this. You did not earn this. You should have just been a fucking low-budget movie. Nimona. Nimona, which is the one that you and I know the least about. You have at least some passing awareness of I've this. read the source material. I read it while it's... So, I forget what they've changed their name to. It, um... A non-binary person, last name Stevenson. Uh, um, the uh, N.B. Stevenson, I N. believe, Stevenson. is what it is. And um, something, Stephen. Don't quote me, but... Oh, um, it's by them? I didn't know that. Yeah, who did uh, Lumberjanes. Lumberjanes is amazing. And she... Uh, they... Thank you. Sorry. I don't know if they're using uh, he, him pronouns. I'm I th- I believe it's they. they. Because I don't know, and that's my... Mm-hmm. my Stevenson uh, also did She-Ra. Yeah. Which oh, She-Ra's okay. baller. Fucking great. <laughs> um, so... I read Nimona when it was being released as a webcomic on Tumblr. Oh, mm. that's what this is. I heard about this way back when. While they were still in Cal Arts doing, like, their fucking animation program. Okay. Um, s- got a fucking manager, sold the rights to the book to HarperCollins to get it, like, published. That was published in 2015. Um, finished the whole run online and released the whole thing on Tumblr. Free. First limited time period. As Tumblr is. Um, uh, apparently, it was picked up by I want to say Fox. Netflix is releasing this. Yes, it was originally picked up by Fox, but oh, then okay. during the Disney merger, it then just got scrapped and then picked up and by then another okay. animation studio that then found got a new home. distribution yeah. through Netflix. Um, the animation itself, I mean, the, the stylization is like the, the, uh, shapes of the people is cool. I'm uh, so, so on the animation. I mean, better than Babylon five. It looks cool. It looks interesting. It's not what I had. It's very much not what I had envisioned based on Stevenson's original, like art and line art. I wish it it was more like She-Ra or Kipo than the Usagi Chronicles that they released, which was also terrible. But um, I don't think it's bad. It's no. definitely I, I'm fighting some cognitive dissonance of wanting it to be something that it's just it's just not, which That's is a thing for me sometimes. Um, coming into this completely new, I kept watching it, being like, "Well, this looks fun, but I kind of wish that that was Gar right now." Gar, Logan. Oh, okay, yeah. Beast Boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then... Yeah, did, Nimona has hardcore Beast Boy vibes. Yeah. But pink. But pink. I'm like, cool. Like, I'm, I'm fine with, you know, recolors. I, I've played both Scorpion and Sub-Zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I'm, I'm interested in it, really, because I really loved the graphic novel. Um, I think it's like, the best trailer, iconic. or at least the most interesting-looking thing we've watched of a trailer today. It's got an interesting but cast for it. Our trailers were not great today. Um, it's got, uh, Chloe, Chloe Grace Moritz, Moritz uh, doing Nimona, um, uh, and oh. Riz Ahmed doing, uh, Ballister Black Boltheart, who's, like, the super villain uh. she incorporates to. Why do I know Riz Ahmed? Um, uh, he's in the Star Wars franchise at some point. Who isn't? Um, okay, that's actually a good question at this <laughs> point, but... He's in Rogue One, he plays, uh... Oh, the, the, the crazy computer guy? I don't remember offhand. And it doesn't matter. Um, and then, yeah, just good cast. And, yeah, I'm definitely interested. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Yes, crazy computer hacker guy. 
Netflix tends to do good animation stuff, which is why I wish they would lean more into their animation stuff. They're bad at trailers. They're good at picking up like good animation because that's what a lot of their stuff lately has been. It's been like random acquisitions from third party mm-hmm. animation studios. They're bad at finishing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, it costs too much money. And <laughs> then the thing that we wish they hadn't finished. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, Craven looks so bad, right? Oh, my God. It looks so bad. Craven the Hunter. What the fuck is Craven? What the fuck is this? Real quick, they've been teasing this movie since Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. They have. Why did they get kick-ass to be Craven? Because <laughs> they paid him. No, no, no. I, I, I get why Kick-Ass became Craven because they paid him. But why did they pay him to be Craven? I just, I... Everything about this trailer is confusing. And if you haven't watched it yet, pause this and then go watch the trailer. Spoilers for the trailer. So lion blood, huh? <laughs> this is... Now, does the... Because they immediately then, like, start to talk about his powers after that. Like, it, unless his powers are laser nipples, I don't care. Yes, it should be noted that Craven had no powers other than he stuck lasers in the eyes of his lion vest, which I noticed they're too much of cowards to fucking give him. Yes. And he kept horns on his belt full of, let's be honest, meth. They didn't say it, but... Oh, it was definitely meth. If it wasn't meth, it was meth with, like, some fucking... It was mysterious jungle cocktails that made him stronger, faster, and more alert. It was meth with some caffeine (laughs) added to help him get his meth faster. With Mountain Dew, because it was always, like, green and bubbling. Probably. Well, and then he trips hard as shit in the only Craven storyline anybody gives a shit about. Craven's last hunt? Yeah, yeah, no, literally it's him being manic depressive, having a wild depressive episode, taking so many drugs. <laughs> I I can't so many Craven tracks Spider-Man by taking a lot of drugs. Shoot Spider-Man with a trank dart because it's more drugs, really. <laughs> and Spider-Man is like, the reason he gets him is Spider-Man's not taking him that seriously and was not expecting him to have a gun. And he was just like, oh, oh okay. You, you weren't <laughs> expecting Craven the Hunter to have a gun. Hmm. No, this one's on you, Spider-Man. Craven never uses a gun. Craven's yeah. usually like, here's my dark gun and here's my, my spear for some fucking reason. Here's my crossbow that can pick you up and launch you across the room. What the fuck was that crossbow made of? <laughs> what is shoot? Is it fucking? Now most cro- most modern crossbows are just guns that shoot bolts. Bolts like they're not really crossbows how people think of them. They actually most modern crossbows use black powder. Really? Yes. Okay. So my wife and her family are heavily involved in uh, bow hunting. And there's long ongoing debates about bringing crossbows into bow hunting season, uh-huh. which bow hunters are wildly against because it's all the gun hunters want to use crossbows instead of bows because these days they're just guns that shoot bolts, which defeats the point of a bow hunting season. And I've gotten way off tra- topic, but like, yeah, no, that's even dumb. I- yes. <laughs> yes. That being even said, if you take that into account, 
it just goes through. Honestly, I feel like someone went Morbius is the worst superhero movie ever made and someone else went bet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hold my beer. It, it does. Like, it feels Hold like Morbius. My we, we watched, we morbed it up in, uh, for, uh, the fuck? I, no. No, this legit feels like Morbius too, right? Right. It, like, it, like the kinetic energy of the way he moves, the camera movement of it, the way it's filmed, the like low yes, key lighting of it. Yes, because it's the Sony... Whatever universe that's pretty much, let's do superhero style circa 2003 with modern graphics. Question. Does Craven get a Bully Peter dance scene? I don't know. Someone's going to have to do some sort of weird erotic dance scene in it. I know that much. Aaron Taylor Johnson or whatever his fucking name is at least is a better actor than Jared Leto. Um, I'm not saying he's well cast. I'm excited I'm because there is a kid in this movie that I just saw in a horror movie that I talked to you, Tyler, about relatively recently called Better Watch Out, the mm. uh, horror movie about a kid uh, who's with his babysitter and it, uh, at Christmas time. But, like, he's in this playing one of the younger brothers or a younger version of it. He also plays Peter Pan in the Pan movie that came out with the... I say Hugh Jackman. I forgot that movie came out. Yeah, that movie is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so this kid has just got a good track record lately. Uh, I mean, like, better watch out. It's not good, but it's fucking really cool and fucking okay, fucked yeah, up. I feel you. Um, this... But it's fun to see him working, I guess. I was thinking recently about it was somewhere in like maybe even the first episode of General Nerdery that you and I ever did. That you asked me if you ever, or if I ever thought that the superhero movie, like, bubble would ever collapse. Way, way, way back in the day. And I was like, I don't really, like, I don't think superhero movies are going to be dominant forever in the same way that westerns aren't. But, like, we're never really going to get rid of superhero movies now. This movie might be challenging that statement that I made. If this doesn't do it, we still technically, st- apparently, have Madame Webb coming up, too, so. The one hope I have about this is it's going to stop Madame. No, they're already in filming. It's too late. I'm so curious to know its budget. Like Too they- much. Oh, obviously way Ten too much. Ten bucks was too much. But my question is, like, did they see, like, how how fucking Morbius did? And are like, maybe we can try and, like really undercut the budget and we can memify it into a movie that can make movies. Right, that's, I, that's I the only thing. Are they trying to make the room of superhero movies? Now? Yeah, well, like, I don't that, know because they were well into this by the time Morbius came out because this movie has been in active levels of production <laughs> since at least 2018. Which time Morbius came out? Sorry, I have to bring the, the yeah, fact that the they fact are, that it made that like 130 up. bucks the second time it released. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I made more money that weekend. <laughs> I have weekends off. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I, I just don't, don't know how to go Howard's about work. this. If you want to make a superhero Tarzan movie, just make fucking Kazar. Yes. Then you can put dinosaurs in it at least. Hell, just make fucking Tarzan. Just make Tarzan. Yeah. Just do a big uh, bunch of Tarzan and I'm fucking also, in. Making him Tarzan would at least make more sense for why he's suddenly protecting animals. We haven't even gotten to that bit yet. Oh, yeah, he's not a... Like, he's a hunter because his dad trained him to be a a murderer. And then he got lion blood in him, and now he's an assassin. Which, like, 
they like both allude to him like having like lion powers, but also like he's somehow connected to all animals and can just like he can see what a bird sees. King like, of the jungle. What the fucking watch? I bet you that that's gonna come up. Oh God, he's. Because let's was, be honest, at least one of us is going to watch this piece of shit movie. Oh, we're going to definitely do this for General <laughs> Oh, we're 100% doing an episode on it. Like, it's already been decided. This is supposed to be the podcast about liking things, you dickheads. <laughs> this is the angriest episode of General Nerdy we have ever done. This is, <laughs> this is a trailer episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real aggro one. <laughs> this is worse than our Morbius episode. Um... Because this movie already looks worse. You know oh what? My God. I think you guys got to find a name for the trailer park because that's with I. It, it's it's such it's such rocky train that you're just like you're set off into turmoil. I just don't know. I don't know what to. I don't know what to say. We've not even touched on the rhino. Is now just like a were rhino man, <laughs> which like has he ever been organic? No. Not that I can think of. Maybe in the Ultimate Universe, but I don't think he came up a lot. No, he does come up in the Ultimate Universe. He's definitely some sort of dude in a fucking tank. Yeah, they tend to move more towards a mech as opposed to... The guy in a suit. Which, Paul Giamatti and a rhino mech, I was super into. They just didn't do anything with him in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, he's an outro piece. And an intro piece. Oh, yeah. Start and end, and it's mostly Paul Giamatti going, Ah! Which I'm still about. Why is the whole movie not this? It's the two best (laughs) scenes in that godforsaken movie. Yeah, I'm still about those scenes. (laughs) Those scenes. Oh, I... We're done. (laughs) Bye. 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 Hi, everybody. General Tyler here. If you like the show, please hit subscribe however you're listening to us right now. Also, if you could rate and review us however you're listening to us right now, or preferably over at Apple Podcasts, we would super appreciate it, as the whole world is around on algorithms, and we want to be all up in them, getting our voice out to more places. Uh, Also, I mean, tell your friends. We always appreciate that. Uh, If you want to get in contact with us, ask us questions, give us comments, Email us, generalnerderypod at gmail.com. You can also contact us through our website, www.generalnerdcast.com. While you're there, check out all of our back catalog, or click the links up at the top as we are part of the Earverm Podcast Network. Uh, Go check out all of our sister shows. We're involved with most of them, so if you already like listening to us talk, it might be in your best interest. And if you want to check out everything from the network, head over to earverm.com, E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. We'd super appreciate it. Love you all. Have a good one.